0: This is a weekly news update from FCA, Foxborough Cable Access, on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. I'm Dave Eugene. An Attleboro man, 19-year-old Nicholas Vann, of Greenfield Street in Attleboro was arraigned on drug and other charges last Friday after he allegedly drove into a utility pole in South Attleboro and later threatened to kill a police officer at Sturdy Memorial Hospital. Police said witnesses told them that Van got out of his vehicle after the accident and put a backpack into his trunk. Before police arrived, the suspect then was transported to Sturdy Hospital with minor injuries. After an investigation, police seized $132 in cash and found a large plastic bag of suspected marijuana in the backpack. Van was later arrested at the hospital after allegedly causing a disturbance and threatening to kill an Attleboro police officer, Adam Plant, who investigated the crash, with a second officer, Anthony Lofton. Van faces charges of driving under the influence of drugs, driving to endanger, failing to drive within marked lanes, possession of marijuana with intent to distribute, disorderly conduct, disturbing the peace, and uttering threats to kill. Van pleaded innocent in Attleboro District Court and is due back in court on November 6th. The mother of 27-year-old Odin Lloyd of Boston has settled her wrongful death lawsuit with the estate of former New England Patriots player Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez was convicted in 2015 of killing Lloyd in a secluded area of a North Attleboro industrial park in June of 2013, not far from Hernandez' Westwood estate home. The conviction was later vacated after Hernandez killed himself in his prison cell last year before his appeal was heard. Although the conviction was vacated, Bristol County prosecutors are trying to get the conviction reinstated. The matter is pending before the state Supreme Judicial Court. Suffolk Superior Court Judge Marita A. Hopkins entered an order of dismissal of the lawsuit on the grounds that the action was reported settled. Terms of the settlement were not disclosed. A reduction in the amount of state aid for fiscal year 2019 is a problem for many communities in the area including Foxborough. Foxborough has received $78,000 less for fiscal year 2019 as compared to the last fiscal year, and assessments have increased by $29,000, according to data on the State Department of Revenue website. Foxborough Town Manager Bill Keegan said the net state aid went down by over $100,000. Net state aid is the difference between aid and assessments. Keegan said, Foxborough's assessments related to charter schools is the money the state charges the town when students attend a charter school. Keegan continued saying, The way the assessment impacts Foxborough, it takes away from public school funding. And efforts at the state level to get reimbursed for 100% of charter school costs, which was included in a recent bill filed by State Representative Jay Barrows was unsuccessful. Other towns, including North Attleboro and Mansfield, have agreed that a joint effort by towns to push for a reevaluation of the Chapter 70 education funding formula is the next step. A new canine is eager to start working for the Foxborough Police Department. Foxborough Police Officer Kurt Pollister and his canine dog Drax will be training at the Canine Police Academy in Bridgewater. Drax, a 16-month-old German shepherd, will be taking over for K-9 dog Marley, who retired last week after about 10 years of service to the town. Marley, a Labrador retriever, worked with current canine officer, Foxborough Police Sergeant John Chamberlain, whose pension is based on human years and is still working with the department. Pollister, a five-year veteran of the police department and a 17-year veteran of the Army Reserves, said he became interested in canines by watching them in action while serving in the military overseas. Drax and the police academy training is paid for by Massachusetts Vesta Dog Incorporated, a nonprofit organization that funds training and dogs for law enforcement canine programs throughout the state. The Foxborough Terminals property has been sold. That story coming up next. <laughs>
1: You secure your home, you lock your car. But what do you do to protect your valuables at work? In times like these, crime can happen anywhere, at any time. Taking some simple preventive measures in your workplace can help cut down on theft, scams, and even physical assault. Keep your purse, wallet, and keys locked in a drawer or closet. Leaving your valuables unattended for even a few moments could create an opportunity for a thief. Visitors should be made to check in at your front desk, wear a name badge, and be escorted to their destination. Unidentified persons in your workplace should be reported immediately. Report faulty locks, broken windows, and burned-out lights. Use caution when entering stairwells, restrooms, elevators, and parking garages. If you notice an employee acting irrationally, tell your employer. To learn more on how to keep your workplace safe, visit ncpc.org. That's ncpc.org. Crime Prevention at Work. It works. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council.
0: A subsidiary of the Kraft Group has purchased the former Foxborough Terminals property at the corner of North Street and Route 1 for $18 million. Foxborough Terminals was a popular parking area for events at Gillette Stadium. According to the Norfolk County Registry of Deeds, the former warehouse and surrounding land comprise 26 acres. The official buyer is a new firm called FRA Terminals with an address of 1 Patriot Place, which is the location of Gillette Stadium. According to registry records, the property was paid for on August 28th in cash with no mortgage being taken out on the property. Kraft Group representatives did not respond to requests for comment on Friday. And finally, bad news for Plainridge. The Plainridge Park Casino in Plainville will have new competition starting this week when a full-scale casino will open in Tibberton, Rhode Island. The two casinos are within 45 miles of each other, overlapping the 50-mile radius slot machine parlors like Plainridge usually have for a market. The new casino follows the expansion of the Twin Rivers Casino in Lincoln, Rhode Island, which is just 20 miles from Plainridge. The Tibberton Casino is owned by the same company that owns Twin Rivers. Massachusetts also just opened a full-service new casino in Springfield and will open a second in Everett just outside of Boston in June of 2019. Plainridge General Manager Lance George said, We look forward to further developing our marketing program and competing to the best of our ability. Tibberton will be a full service casino with 1,000 slot machines, 32 game tables, an 84 room hotel, a sit down Italian food restaurant, and quick food outlets. Plainridge does not have gaming tables or a hotel. This has been a weekly news update, originating from the studios of Foxborough Cable Access on Comcast Channel 8 and Verizon Channel 39. Content taken from various sources, including the Foxborough Reporter and the Sun Chronicle. This is Dave Udine.